Hello. 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 Microphone check. A chuka chuka chuka. Hello. There we go. Can you hear us? Yeah, we're good. Oh yeah. I'm excited about this new toy. We've never we've never podcasted with this before. I like new toys. I don't know if you know this. Very digital. I'm excited for you. I appreciate it. You, make sure you just, you know, you put these. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go just way like, up just here. Just like before. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, remember, you remember. Right you right here. You, you both have been in the vault. Yeah. Which yes. I don't know if that sounds dirty or not. But I know it does. <laughs> you've been in, in, the, in the vault. You've been locked in the vault. If you've yes. been in the vault, you, you know. Trapped uh, in the closet like R. Kelly. This is my first uh, time soon. at Crane. I'm sorry, too soon. <laughs> this is your first time here? Yeah, I've he's never been, been here. I've I've had a lot of Crane beer, but I've never been in the tap room. Well, welcome. I thought, I thought yeah, he that's he nice. I thought he said he had a lot of Crane fear. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, normal your first time. Well, look, Chris is an intimidating man. Uh, that's I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> Only when he shaves his head. Would you like to start the show? Do we need to do rules? Oh, they should know the rules. Burp if you need to, please. Cuss if you have to, please. Um... Drink beer. Drink beer. What are the other rules? Don't die. What about rule number one? Yeah, don't, don't die. die. Rule number two, don't be a dick. You can be a dick on this show. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy that I can slam on this table because I couldn't at the vault. <laughs> right, right. This one, yeah, at we're not vault. getting that kind of sound. No, there's no, not the no. reverb, yeah. not the it's, hollow. It's not is, a hollow this is, door. This is real wood right yeah. here. Real wood. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a beer name. Real wood. But we were going to do a new beer name based on the van out there, Pleasure yeah, Way. You, pleasure Way. You see that, that conversion Ooh, van out there? I did not it's catch called, the name on pleasure that. Pleasure Way. It's been here most of the day, too. I'm surprised I didn't see I, that. Maybe there's a Pleasure Way going on. I don't know. We'll have to come up with something. <laughs> something. Anyway. Anything. Do you want to start this? Yeah, go All ahead. Right, Tell, yeah. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and cord while while that's See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you oh, at direoil.com. <laughs> that's You're D-Y-E-R-O-I-L on the Y E R O I L dot com. <laughs> I miss that station. All right, welcome to Beers with Nigel. We got a new toy. We, we don't know how to use po- it. It's called a podcast. No. <laughs> it's a podcast, a podcast three, about beer three years in. and other stuff. Are we three years in? Two, two. We're two and, two and a quarter. Two plus. Two, two and a change, quarter. Yeah. We got a new toy. <laughs> Maybe we can get Rody as a sponsor. Oh, what the, are we doing hey, with our lives? Is it Road or Rody? I like Rody. What do we think it is? It's I think you have to say it right for them to sponsor you. It's okay. We can edit this in post. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fix it in post. Like, like, f- first rule of, of production. You can fix it in post. That, that, you know, I, I hate that rule, actually. Uh, <laughs> so he takes out all the fun right. stuff. You know, he says that because he tries to be snobby, but what does he tell me every time I say, oh, man, I fucked that up? You can fix it in post. No, because all, <laughs> all, all the years I worked in TV production, and they would screw shit up, and they were like, oh, we can fix it in post. Of course we can, but I don't want to. Yeah. That's the thing. The people who say you can fix it who, in post are never the people fix actually it. fixing it in post. Thank you. Yeah, this They're not you. the ones who have to sit through hours of screw-ups before. Yeah, uh, see? Yeah, no, this, this, this is true. Yeah, so we're back on location. We're at Crane Brewing. My first time. It's Nick's first time. Congratulations. We haven't been around that long. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, only been like, it's well documented, my... Uh, lack of leaving my uh, two-mile radius. <laughs> Fair. I have to tell business owner friends, like restaurants or breweries, like, it's like, I'm not, it's not that I'm not seeing you. I'm not seeing anybody. I just don't, I just don't go out. Look, I don't like to drive, so yeah. I kind of have my what's walkable. Yeah. 
So uh, on the show, we've got uh, Chris Myers. There we go. And Jenna Munoz. They've, they've been on the show before, not together, on their own show. I don't. Welcome back. Welcome Thanks. back. It's this been it's been two years for Chris. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jenna's been a few weeks, but yeah, yeah. It was for a different cause. It well, was both. for a different cause for sure. Right, right. Chris was on when we we first talked about the black, black beautiful, beautiful product project, and we were talking about the Pink Boots Society with Jenna. Yeah, my shoes are a different color today. You can still wear. <laughs> As I looked at you her can shoes. still wear the pink boots today. It's okay. <laughs> they're in the back. They're they're probably wet right now. But and was this a brew day? No, actually, today I got to go on a field trip and uh, go check out some accounts. So I got to go um, actually see people instead of just tanks. So that was fun. And it's more personal because then if they're they're not depending on the feedback, she's like, "No, I made this beer." Like, yeah, they can't tell me they don't like it because. I made it, so. Yeah, yeah that makes it tough. <laughs> and um, I always preface with, like, I'm the brewer, so they know they can't talk shit about me. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I roll into it, yeah. Is it still more fun if you say the words field trip, though? It's, you know, of course. Like, like, like when you're 12. Just convince yourself it's fun. Fair. Dude, I, I had a bag lunch. Um, I brought yeah. a juice spot. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yes, for sure. It's no, way more when, fun when you say like, field yeah, trip. Yeah, when I go brewery hopping, I'm going on a field trip, for sure. Forever. That's what yeah. I'm doing. You yeah. also prefer the term walkabout. When the fuck have I used walkabout? Who doesn't love a walkabout, though? I that's like a true. walkabout, but no, I believe I'm, that I'm was, not sure that's something. That's, that's Australian. That, I'm British. That, that's my <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You are. I'm and, a walkabout. And we apologize for Let's go on a walkabout. That's I've you, never, I've that's never said that. That's what you called our adventures in Pittsburgh. Did I call it a walkabout? You I, did. I, I, think I feel I like I recall trip. this story from my last go-round on here. Was I said talking about. I think you said walkabout. Wow. Go to the tapes. That's really weird. Here's, here's what I've learned in these two-plus years. Never trust a Brit. <laughs> I do, do want to acknowledge that our, our uh, social media director extraordinaire, uh, 113KC, is in the house taking pictures. So when you see the pictures on the, on the website or on the Twitter or on the Facebooks, she makes great great pictures. Go along. Even though we're, our faces are made for radio. Right, that's true. <laughs> I, and I think that's one of, like, we've given her about seven or eight different titles. None of them are really very good, but... Does she need a raise? I think so. <laughs> More beer. Hey, we would like to give Alana a raise, so if you would like to sponsor the Beers with Nigel podcast... <laughs> Join our Patreon. <laughs> we do have a donor box button on the website. There you go. So, Chris, I, I'm not sure we talked about this two years ago, because it's been two... And there was COVID involved. Does, do those two years count? Like, it's... COVID it's ruined two years yeah. that also felt like five, yeah. that also felt like... I don't know. You I know, think we, they count like dog years. Yeah. yeah. You know, we kind of got Jenna's, Jenna's story. Uh, she used to be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, she, she you, said you, you, have, you have a weird... Recovering attorney. Yes. <laughs> you have a weird... Before you were in beer, you were you were something else. General science. I, I came from veterinary medicine. So that's what I, More I did in my, my former life. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, it, and we talked about it. It's funny how many people in the industry have some kind of former life. You know, oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, Brian was a journalist. Um... Michael, my partner, did woodworking. Brian the Brewer? Yep. No shit. Yep. Well, now we got to get him on. He came to... You guys can leave. Can you go get him? <laughs> go get him. He came He's to KC to, to work for the, the Kansas City Star. Really? Yep. He doesn't look like a reporter. But he's <laughs> got integrity. Look, that means he might the, be attractive. Of all, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, of all the, of all the times, I've, the years I've known him and I've seen him, I was like... I would never have thought. I bet he was a reporter. Yeah, he he likes he, he likes to write. It. There is a certain and, look to reporters. It's and I, and he liked like I said, he's, he's got a good he's got a good moral um, 
ethical persona. Oh, like then, then he wasn't a reporter. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't have good journalists. ethical personas. I said journalists. It does explain <laughs> the Midwest emo aesthetic that he's got going on right now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's he doesn't Brian. have sad dad. This is the aesthetic, but yeah, he does not look, have the journalist uh, aesthetic that you mentioned. Look, if you're eating potatoes and dry cereal out of your desk drawer, along with a bottle of some brown liquor, you're probably a reporter. <laughs> he's he's independent. He's he's independent. Independent, just yeah. like you, independent reporter. <laughs> there we go. Just oh, like and that. The, the, the snack drawer is way healthier than dried potatoes. Oh, that's yes. good. You, know, then, you guys then, have a snack drawer. Then he's recovering. We have no, you Every- know nothing about the snack drawer. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. How, how about, and, and Nick, you don't know this about Crane, because I'm technically an employee here. True. Which which Uncle. breweries in Kansas City are you not technically an employee? I've, I'm employed at four. It's fine. Are you going to Parkville? It depends. What does it depend on? Well, I'm a I'm a track and field guy, and I haven't been to Drake Relays in three years. Depending on the weather, if the weather sucks in Des Moines, I'll go to Parkville. Otherwise, well, the weather's going to suck at Parkville because it's Parkville. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> if it was good weather, it wouldn't yeah. be Parkville. Well, no, if Parkville in the fall was great. Remember? Well, yeah. We earned that, though. We, I felt like Years that was of, of, of torrent weather. I don't. I don't always believe in like science and like that. But I feel like that was like you guys deserve this. For this those who don't festival. know, Parkville is a great beer festival in uh, Kansas City area. Home brewers, professional brewers. It's huge. It's, it's uh, amazing. Birthplace of Crane Brewing. What? What is? No. The, what oh, are, is yeah. it really? Is what is the date? Before we get into that, it's, it's April thirtieth. Thirty. Yeah. Thirtieth. So it's a week from Saturday. A week yep. from this Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Now so that's the, that's the birth. So let's get to that. So literally, really, there's a story I don't know is how you and Michael got together. But obviously, it goes back to Parkville. Give yeah. Me, give, so give us that story. Michael and I met probably fall 2013. Um, Got a hold of him because he was in a, a Kansas City Star article about a home brewer who doesn't drink but brews all these award-winning beers. And Michael, as a home brewer, learned pretty quickly that he could enter a beer in different categories and different uh, contests all over the country. And in a matter of a couple of years, he brought in like 80-something medals. Um, but no the shit. They're all lining his basement staircase. Yeah. Wow. And, and most of them happened to be in styles that I was really into, which were Saisons and Farmhouse Ales and Sours. Um, and so when I first reached out to him, I was like, okay, well, he's a, he's a good guy. I was reaching out to anyone I could just to learn about the, about brewing and the brewing industry. Um, kind of fell in love with the industry just cause most businesses you say, Hey, you know, talking to other brewery owners and brewers, Hey, I like what you do. I want to do it too. You know, most time they say, well, good luck, go figure it out. But <laughs> brewing is come over, have a beer. Let's oh, see what we can do to help yeah. you. Um, and, and of course meeting Michael, he's the same way. Anyone who's met you, he's going to give you a hug within the first couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, but was talking about maybe like having him involved in some capacity and we started hanging out we started brewing and then a few months later i go to meet with him and actually show him some plans for a building i was looking at in downtown lee summit where llewellyn's went in and he tells me well i actually have a building in raytown and the business i own is about to not be a business um and we start talking and it, just because of our passion and what we the style of beers we liked it made more sense to do it together so that's kind of how it how it came up um but Parkville, yeah, like two weeks before that Parkville, we knew we were going to enter and pour beer there, and we didn't know if we were going to enter as home brewers or as a brewery. And we talked to Warren and the organizers saying, hey, we're filing as a brewery and planning. And they said, well, then just come pour as a brewery. And I think at the time, because sours were still new, you know, like they were really kind of picking up breweries we looked up to, like Jester King and Jolly Pumpkin and Crooked Stave, um, they were kind of who we modeled ourselves after. And 
right before the festival, we had beers that we could pour that included like a frambois and wow. um, some Lambic-inspired beers and a bunch of Berliner Weiss and so a lot of great sours. And so the, the feedback from that festival was insane. We had a, a line, you know, 30, 40, 50 people along the entire festival. Um, and that's, that's really what kind of gave us the confidence, I think. We're like, okay, people like our beers. Like, this could be a thing. Uh, and it got us in touch with our first distributor, and, which um, isn't, isn't, you know, it's not unheard of, but was fortunate we were able to sign for our distributor before we even opened. And that kind of justified the rest of our business wow. plans, help us raise the last bit of money we needed. So it, it seems like... <laughs> Uh, things kind of happened, but a lot of things had to fall in place in exactly the right way. So, so we're very fortunate. What deal with the that? devil did you make? Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of good shit happening I, at once. I started homebrewing in 2012. I think Michael started in like 2009. Um, no shit. We hired our first brewer, but just because even though Michael and I homebrewed, we knew we didn't know how to use actual brewing equipment and the scale. <laughs> well, that's that's the stroke, stroke of genius there, <laughs> so, right? So we hired um, Steve Hood from Boulevard, was our first head brewer. He's now at uh, Ghost Town in California. Um, and Randy Strange moved up as head brewer underneath him, was our assistant brewer. And then um, Eric Pegler, who was our, our previous head brewer, um, started out part-time in the tap room, then became our pilot brewer, then assistant brewer, and moved up to be head brewer after Randy left. And now we are, we're fortunate we've got Brian and Jenna leading our production team. Wow. I did not know this story. I kind of jumped around there. Sorry. No, no, no. no, no. That's <laughs> a, that's, hey, that's a great story. That's a very linear See, story. He told that so fast. I've told it a few times. <laughs> well, he's on borrowed time, I, I mean, so I, there's that. I feel like, look, look I, I should have run a stopwatch. He's <laughs> past the point of cue cards now. He also didn't mention the bright pink beer that I think that, I remember really, as being the, my we, start of knowing who Crane was, was the Beat Vice. It was, it was called Magenta at that time. And, yeah, at, at a point we had people coming up, and they didn't know it was Beat Vice. They just said, the pink one, I want the pink one. And yeah. so that did. I think that getting passed around the festival when there weren't a lot of colorful beers yeah, at yeah, that yeah. time, I think definitely made an impact as well. Well, and that's one, too, that, like, even people who think they don't like Beats, and they're wrong. Everybody likes Beats. I'm, I'm not It's a, like, that beer gets everyone. It, it, you either love Everybody it or you hate it. Everybody wants to try it, though. Yeah, you have to try it. It's, I joke that between the lactobacillus and the beets, it's got to be one of the healthier beers we make. Absolutely. But, yeah, I've never been a fan of, like, the the store, like, pickled beets, like, kind of mushy. But you give me fresh pickled beets that have still got some crunch to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the batch we did this last year, I think, has been the best batch we've done. It had a lot more of that fresh, um, like, beet juice character and, and still... You know, still, beets have a lot of sugar. Sugar beets have a lot of sugar. And so you, after a while, you give it some time, it's got notes of, like, berry and, like, some punch-type yeah. character, too. No, that's a that's a, a, a very polarizing beer. Yeah. It's because but everybody's going to try it. I we feel like that's one that, like, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like that's one where people are like, I'm probably not going to like it, but it, I want to see what they're talking about. When it hits distro, the kegs get snagged up pretty quickly. There's a lot of chef friends we have that know it's a good food pairing beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they, they look for it in the fall. Oh, that's a great picture, Jenna. I, I oh, feel sorry. I feel like, and we'll bring this back to the, the journalism before, I feel like that's that's like, a, oh, that's a great picture. Of the beet juice shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's like that's like having a great columnist at your paper, right? A third of the people love it. A third of the people hate it. The other third are just going to try it to see what everybody else is talking about. So I'm getting I'm getting some mild flack of the brewery. What started out as an April Fool's joke is going to happen later this year. <laughs> We're going to make a uh, durian beer. And that's another one of those oh, that yeah, yeah. Um, I've got friends who absolutely love durian, yeah. like legitimately. And then the... 
if you've never tried it, the majority word of mouth is that durian is, is a foul, foul fruit. And so, but it's one of the things where I, I believe there's enough people f- for educational purposes, just for people who've never had durian. <laughs> I think there's for science. It'll I be a small, it, it'll be a very if small, I remember, so probably one keg. If I remember, that's what we're naming this show for education. So if, if durian yes. is actually banned on the Metro in, you know, in Singapore, will the durian beer, if, if it happens to make it to Singapore, would the durian beer also be banned on the subway? Do you think? <laughs> I don't want to ask too many papers. I had to sign some documents to get the during here, so we're just going to say thank you. That's <laughs> a so diplomatic really, there's, answer. There's, there's, a, there's a ban on the fruit? Oh, like Singapore, in Singapore especially, most of that part of the world, like it, the smell of durian is so... Um, pungent. Pungent <laughs> is the right word. That, uh, yeah, like you can't have you can't have one on the subway in, in Singapore. It's like described as like... Slightly like rotting fruit, but then also like <laughs> onion and garlic. It's got a lot going on. The um, people who love it love it. I had some, I had the only reason I have confidence. I had a friend bring me some durian ice cream that I totally dug. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like this is you know the same people who love the stinky cheeses. Yeah, complexity, some funk. Yeah, Don't, I we mean, love funk here. We like the sours. I mean, it's it's about it's about the, like the sours. I mean. Lambics and shit like yeah. that. They've got if, depth and they've got character. If we can make a morel mushroom beer, which we did, then yeah. I think we can make a durian beer. Well, I mean, why the fuck not? Yeah. How did the morel go over? It was very morelli. <laughs> no, it was. I love morels. It by was. The way. Um, this is one that um, Rodney did when he was here. Yep, brewing. Shout out to Rodney. Um, and it it came out. So it was interesting. It was a brown ale, and as you're drinking it, it, the first taste was a very clean brown ale, and then you immediately on the back end got hit with like umami bomb. Like, so yeah. savory, so rich. Yeah. But then the best part was Chef Chad Toneman was there for the release, and he made mushroom cheesesteaks, Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, good Lord. And so when you combine those two, that's what made it amazing. So shout out to Chad. Uh, yeah. What we're setting this up for at this point is a garden salad six-pack. We're going to have a beet beer. They make carrot oh, beers. We can do a mushroom beer. I want that. You know, yeah. I, I'm just yes. saying, we're moving in. The, we've got a Bloody Mary Vice yes. that comes out in August. So make like root beers. More root beers. That's Yeah. So, so fungi. I'm down with it. Look, look. Uh, Going garden What's your salad favorite root vegetable? So what? <laughs> What's my favorite? Your favorite root vegetable? Radish? Radish huh. are good. We might have, there I might be a radish beer on the way. There actually might be a radish beer on the yeah. way. I'm going to go sweet potato. I don't hear radish yeah, very I'm often, but I like that. Potato, but oh, I, I do love some radishes. 100% as well. beet. Always has been since I was a kid. I would eat jars well of done. pickled beets as Thank a kid. You. I have been like medium on sweet potatoes. Like I've had some good Wings Cafe. They do like their sweet potato fries yeah. with like marshmallow yeah, icing. Yeah. Um, Tyler's sweet potato burn-ins though. Yeah. Smoked sweet potatoes. That's oh. just cheating. Yeah. yeah. So good. <laughs> yes. Do you know what time it is? It's Mr. Beer time. It is. Chris. So Chris didn't know the recognize the bag. So, so has he played the game? Is the question? Do we not do mystery beers? Well, the, show? Beer. the game is newer than. than oh, okay. Oh, Chris, that's right. Chris might have been yeah. one we of the last in-person studio so, guests before oh. the world. We're gonna, we're gonna the last pre- and the first. Right. Yeah, the yeah. Last, that's the nice. First and the last. So you can describe the style. We're gonna we're, we're gonna pour it. We're gonna guess the ABV. Okay. That's what we're gonna do. Is it a cream beer? No. Okay. No. No. Then I don't know. Okay, what do we got here? No, you got to guess. Know. You, you, get to, you get to you do get to it. Read it. You can read everything but the ABV. Ferrari backpack, double India Pale Ale. From where? It's a collaboration with Toppling and Lua. Oh. Where's, where's Lua you, out of? Uh, Iowa. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I think they're Des Moines. Yep. With Ruaca, Strata, Citrus, Sabro, and Amarillo yeah. hops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ferrari that, you know where, You know where those beers, those beers came from, Nick? Is that our friends that got a hold? No. It's our friends from Beer Karma. 
<laughs> oh, you gotta love beer karma. Beer, look, folks, folks, beer karma. It's, it's real. real. <laughs> if I you have, put good into the beer world, the beer world will give back to you. Nigel, how many how many beers are in there? Uh, there's 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 a drinker and there's two other uh, mystery beers. Okay. I was gonna add one, but you I don't can. know if I want to. Whoa! Well, well, no, not like that. Not, are, you, what, are you worried? Gonna, are you worried gonna, if Nigel's worth it? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna donate it, and if, if it doesn't happen today, then it'll become beer karma, and I'm happy with that too. I mean, we, oh, we can drink it after we're done. <laughs> right? 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 No, the ABV. Are we all guessing? Um, we're, we're gonna taste it, and we're gonna okay. see what you, okay. you, you already guess. know. So I haven't looked yet. Oh. Okay, good. All right, I like it. Mm. Alana's getting great pictures. Wow, that is like fruity. Goodness, right? That smells like fruit punch. Ruby is like the perfect. Like I'm thinking, like yeah, like high C fruit punch. Like wow, that's uh, that's, that's that's pretty amazing. You know what? That's that's a juice pack. Mm-hmm. That's a juice box. Yeah, it is a juice. <laughs> to your point. What and were those? It, it, what were those drinks with the little plastic twist off top? Interesting. Like the clear plastic bottles. Yeah, I don't know what those were called. With the plastic twist off top. I don't know what they're yeah. called. I'm, I'm not. But re- that's what they were. That's what it reminds me of. I just remember the, the foil ones that you shoved the foil bags. That you I'm going to. I'm going to say oh, that's yeah. so delicious. The ABV is going to be higher than we think. That that's that's. You think it's sneaky? That's, that's my yes, sneaky ABV. As if, yeah, toppling does that. Yeah, I'm going to say that's probably seven point so eight. Did, did you, you tell seven, eight? So the 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 closest without going over it gets the rest of the can. Oh, what an award. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I went 7-8. I just went 7-8. How about you? What do you got? 6-7. I'm going to go 6-4. What do you got? 7-2. Alana? 8.0. Oh, she Ooh. went prices right she on prices us. She prices right at us. Yeah, yeah. She, she prices right, right at us. Bob's proud. <laughs> Or Drew. Or Drew. <laughs> Depending, Depending on if you're older you are. <laughs> Listeners of a certain age. This is going to be one of those things where well, it's you, not, yeah. where it's not just, required. Is I think that's probably an Iowa thing. And watch it not be on here. Yeah. So we're going to have to look it up. Yep. Well, Dang it, Iowa. I really well, thought Chris just couldn't see. I mean, that's well, generally, look, that that's generally that me. That happens on this show a lot. That's generally me. Grandpa. Because some old man... Grandpa refuses to bring glasses on the show. Alana's going to look it up, so it's all, all right. good. I trust the Googles. So, Chris, you know, I know the history of this place because I remember the old tap room. Yes. That was kind of in the old tap room was had character. Grandma's place. That's what we called it. <laughs> had the grandma's old fridge, and every table was different, and almost every chair was different. And it's still back there. And you had to go through the front office area. So it's like you never been here before. You do am I in the right place? Yeah, it was. It that was, sounds like the old uh, Perry Foster's barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. A, it was a great place. But you guys went from there to to this beautiful tap room, and really, because you guys are how old now? Uh, coming up on seven. I mean, one of the older. It's as weird as it sounds. First, first gen, first new one gen. One of the older brewer. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's what we were t- on the way out. We were talking about that. Like, it's always the conversation. Always, you don't I, count. I have never Boulevard. had that beer in my life. What does it say? 7.8. 7. Suspicious. Oh. Kobe. There you go. <laughs> We're like, I'm telling you, they, I, hide, I'd they like, hide the ADV. I'd, li- I'd like to finish this game of I protest. can feel it now. <laughs> <laughs> starting to get warm ears now. So the, this tap room is one of my favorite tap rooms. you got Thank garage you. doors. It's a lot of wood. It's very, like, 
if 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 I had a garage, yeah, and I turned it into a into a tap room. That's what it reminds me of. We, what, what was the what was the design impetus? We enjoy. I mean, we've enjoyed the fact that you know we're in the, we're in the middle of a suburb, but we're at the end of our own street, kind of. So the city kind of lets us do what we want to do. Um, I guess we're having some block parties and stuff. The more interesting thing is the the trail, the Rock Island Trail, since it's opened up, has been insane for us. And, and working with our, our county partners there because a lot of people don't know that everything within like an inch of our front door out is all county property. So we're, really? we're surrounded by county property. Um, but yeah, the, the tap room we knew, our, our motto at the brewery has always been tradition evolving. Like taking some old, especially our farmhouse sales and, and some Berliner Weisses and Sours, taking older styles and kind of putting a, a modern spin on it. Um, and we wanted the tap room to be the same way. Like we wanted it to be clean and pretty, but you know, use some rustic wood and and still kind of have that that feel to it. Um, the old tap room was the city letting us have like a conditional use permit to build a tap room <laughs> while, while we were building this space. And, I love and it. it worked out nice because none of us had run a bar, much less a brewery before. So it kind of let us figure things out on that side before we actually opened this space. And it, it's funny how much. Um, feedback we got when we opened this side because we opened it Black Friday, Black Friday 2016. Oh, it's too nice. You know, we, <laughs> we like your old spot better. It's too nice. Um, <laughs> which I, I kind of get. Um, the other spot was a lot more loungy. But, and I, th- I feel like we had a pretty good tap room size when we first started compared to a lot of other breweries. I'm yeah. like, this is good. Like, yeah, this no, is good. yeah. This, was, this was good for one of the first ones. Yeah. It's great, but when we have big events, um, yeah. but then we do things like Tiki Night or uh, this year uh, Boozy. We're collab- collabing with Boozy Botanicals on. Um, nice. when we are, Tea when, party. When we are full, we are full. And so we're, we're hoping to be able to expand in the yeah. future because you go to places like Casual Animal. I'm so envious. Oh, they have the yeah, greatest. Yeah, yeah. They got that new space. They have it's the just greatest great. space. It, yeah. It's just big and comfortable yeah, and sunny. Yeah, Kyle that one in on us, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, I, I was telling Nick on the way over here. So I've been coming here for years. I've known you for years. Yep. And shout out to Brian Smith because that goddamn back bar. The, the, he's I was Poor working. Concrete. He's like, can you help me? Uh, my dad and I ins- installed this back bar, and so it's all concrete back there. Yep. And th- th- that dude, being a, a fucking nut job, decided <laughs> to make create this this concrete slab and make a concrete sink. Yep. So it's all one piece. Wow. And we had to lug it through this door. I was just saying, that thing's heavy. Oh, my God. I'm in khakis and my, my work shirt. <laughs> I left work to come help him. I'm like, so every time I come here, I'm like, I tell people, like, that back yeah. bar almost killed me. You're welcome. <laughs> You're, You're welcome. welcome. Enjoy. The tables came from Porter Which Furniture in Raytown. Clean hands. They're You're all welcome. old barnwood. Um, Porter Furniture in, in Raytown is where the old Smiths um, hardware Location used to be, but they're a gem too. Like he he sends his furniture all over the country. Oh really? And so many people don't know that they exist here, and really beautiful stuff. Um, and really the live the live edge. Yeah, these oh, tables. Yeah. I think these some of these are I don't know wood. Well, I want to say walnut or maple or something. The bar is from all one tree of honey locust. And it just so happened that we had a friend who had a honey locust tree that he downed and had slabbed and had been aging in his yard for like five years. And so like when we come to build the tap room, he's like, here you go. Wow. He just That's gave awesome. it to us. And so we, we worked with shamrock cabinets behind us and they planed it. And then we had another friend, Jacob, yeah, puzzle piece it all together yeah. into one big bar. We kind of skipped over this. Um, we know how Jenna got into beer. 
How did you get into beer? What was, what was what was the thing that got you from drinking whatever you were drinking to like, oh my god, this is different? Craft beer, obviously first. Like that, and I even hate like I'm trying to train myself. I hate the term craft beer. Well, at this it wasn't point. called craft beer back in the day. It was just beer. It was just beer. Yeah. Or and no, before premium. that, it was premium. Premium. You know, it had like some foil on it. Ah, uh, yeah. You yeah. remember that, like the Michelobes? Yeah. But I mean, like, like you know, were you were you drinking your 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 Miller's Light and stuff back in the day? <laughs> of course. Your Miller's Light. Yeah. So. We we have that and and I start getting into I mean Boulevard. You're not having just one. (laughs) (laughs) Not that ABV. You're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And look, it's it's kind of like attorneys general, right? No, I I no, I appreciate your dedication to form and function. I'm 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 all in. We get, um, yeah, I give a lot of credit to Boulevard for me personally as far as getting into craft beer. At one point, I had a huge collection of bottles and cans, like thousands. Um, that I had a list, like even before Untapped, I had a list on my phone, alphabetized by brewery and then by beer, because I was that crappy person. There's the nerd coming yeah. out. It, <laughs> and this I, so is I before, before you started brewing? Yep. So I understand. You were, just a beer, you were just a beer guy. Just a beer guy. I understand still the beer nerd who's like, I, every time I go out, I want to try what's new. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Nowadays, I'm not so much that way, but at the time, I totally understand that. Well, you don't that, brew. You don't go mindset. anywhere. Yeah, I got beer. <laughs> I have beer around. Um, but... So the new Boulevard release, I'd want to go out and find it. You know, this like so. My first sour was Love Child, one of the Love Childs, like Love Child three oh, probably. Wow. And same deal, new Boulevard beer. I'm gonna pick it up. Sour ale, I don't know what that is. I'm gonna, but it's new. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. Thought something was wrong with it. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I, like I remember when, when Love Child first came out. Like There's I had no idea it. what a sour was. And didn't like no and one I at the store and I was like, no. So no. I, y'all messed this up. Y'all need to pay me back. Like, like something's wrong here. And and I remember I do remember the guy at Gomer's or whatever like, well people don't know it's a sour. It's supposed to be that way and I I was making fun of him cuz I'm like, yeah, come on, dude. Really? Well, I mean, let's be <laughs> real. When you guys first opened, you were I mean, there were no sour no one year Bruce. round with as much variety and 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 yeah. like the fruit and stuff. Um, the next sour I had was um, Fooder Project from Boulevard, so still from Boulevard. Oh yeah. But having had Love Child, I at least knew what to expect, and so I appreciated that a lot more. I was like, okay, so I, I get it now. Um, it wasn't until I I got into more. <laughs> She's puckering <laughs> with him talking about it. Berliner Weisses and Gozes. Like it, weren't, it wasn't until I got that style that I realized, okay, these are great gateway examples of sours because a lot of them are really clean, lemony, tart. Right. But Do you not remember as, the one that got you there? Um, What is it? I mean, I think one of the first like, straight Berliner Weisses is it 18, 18, 12, 18. I'm, someone's going to make fun of me. I don't remember what the beer's called. Uh, yeah. I think but you're right. Something that you could find. Um, and then it was and it was brewing with Michael because Berliner Weisses were something yeah. Michael really enjoyed brewing. Um. And so, it was that. And then, and then, uh, my friend Aaron Bryant um, got was a home brewer, and he got me into home brewing and really like that. And then it was visiting breweries like Cinderblock, who had opened before us, right. and realizing, okay, the scale doesn't have to be Boulevard to open a brewery. You can have something that's a neighborhood space that's yeah. got a tap room, that's got a brewery. Um, this is much more reasonable. And so that's when I started reaching out and talking to everyone I could about opening a brewery. Um, it, like all the way up to like John McDonald got a hold of him and he's like yeah once again meet me down at the Boulevard Tap Room let's have a beer it, and see what we can do that you. great about beer people they're like special the beer it's industry. special you know I mean because everybody started out as a home brewer yep nobody just all of a sudden be like oh, I'm a professional brewer no nobody started out that way well and everybody loves to think that in within the beer industry that it's as competitive as other industries where it's no. like you know oh, I've got to sell more you know 
more widgets than this guy who's right. selling yeah. a million widgets a year. That's not like no, that. Like, and I think we're we might be. I, I think I'm learning it's all over. But Kansas City is Kansas City special too. So almost everyone who has a brewery in Kansas City has some connection to another brewery in Kansas City. Right. I joke a lot about like the almost incestuous nature of. Like Apex to Windshift yeah, to yeah, now yeah. Broken Hatchet. Well, like, it's a family wreath. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 I think everybody realizes that you know you're driving business to each other. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, because, yeah. because beer drink, craft beer drinkers. I know you don't like that term. We'll get into that in a second. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, craft beer, they like to go around. They want to hit all of them. I mean, like when I first when Nigel and I first start, started talking about beer. Because I wasn't a beer guy when this, this started. It was like, oh, Nigel just goes around and hits all of the places. We're getting to a point where, because it's not all about distro anymore, you know, you've got your, everyone's got their own tap room. It's almost like a coffee shop mentality of, yes. you know, this is, I'm the neighborhood brewery in this area, you know, so I'm not worried about what everyone else is doing. I'm yeah. just happy that people are drinking local beer. Yeah. And Kansas City is in a weird place. Like, we have a lot more people who have discovered their local breweries who are drinking more local beer at location. Um, I talk to people a lot, like compared to like a city like St. Louis, where you'll go into an average bar restaurant where they've got two handles from this local brewery, two handles from this right. local brewery, two handles. From this, like there is that in Kansas City, but not as common. Not like as yeah, it's, it's yeah. Not there aren't a lot of those kind of towns. No. When the Visit KC launched their first um, passport, when they launched the very first like touring passport yeah, yeah, yeah. to get stamped, um, we had a lot of people come into the tap room. I was surprised who weren't just like. I didn't know there were this many other breweries. We had one guy come in who was like, I didn't know there were any other breweries besides Boulevard. So, like, <laughs> that kind of stuff, getting people out and, yeah. and realizing that. Because we're still young. Yeah. We're super young. I mean, yeah, as we talk to people around around the country, I think we get that a lot. And, but there's a lot of there's also a lot of love for what's going on in Kansas City. But there are communities we've talked to people where. Case in point, you've never been here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, we've talked to people in Dallas, right? Yeah. Everywhere. We're yeah. out in California. Yeah. Texas, I've been told, is an interesting market. Yeah. Like, hyper, hyper local. I was talking to a friend years ago about, like, what, what distro is like in Texas. And they're like, it's not even like we only drink Texas beer. Yeah, we only drink Dallas beer. Right. Like, we only drink Houston beer. Like, really? they're, like, super hyper local. So what was it like opening? And, you know, because it's, you know, I, I still tell people, because people ask me about breweries all the time, and they ask me about Crane. Well, I don't go there. It's all sours. I'm like, well, it's not all sours anymore yeah. they have other styles what, if you guys had to obviously you started out and that's what you were known for has there been a struggle trying to get people to understand you're just not a sour house i don't know if we can ever overcome it just because that was a huge focus and it's still a passion of ours we do love you, we love brewing sours it? i think we just kind of the nature of the industry how it's changed i mean Everything from when we first started packaging in 750 mil wine bottles down to being in six pack cans, right. like like even those that format of bottle doesn't really sell anymore, um, and the and the fact that beer in general has shifted so much more towards lighter, easy drinking beers, um, we just. I wouldn't say we want to switch beers that we're making, but we want to make sure that we're providing the beers for everybody, and so um, uh, if anything positive came for our business-wise out of the last couple of years is we finally started brewing lagers just because we had the time to do it. And so we, we brewed our first lager, Oddbird, which is, has become a huge thing for us. Um, it's, it's just a, a corn lager. Um, Jenna just put some mystery in the mystery bag. Oh, nice. Very nice. The, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's just interesting. so like a couple years ago we brewed Omar was our first non sour that we yeah. really put in distro. It's our our porter. Um, and who's, we, who's Omar named after? Um, it's so the beer itself is named <laughs> I, after. I, I'm wanting to go wire here. So yeah, so, so <laughs> Omar it, coming. Yeah, it was named after Omar our cat who was named after Omar Little. So yes, it is. It is. I knew that. Um, I, was, I was just setting him up. This this past year we made a, a when ode to that with King Omar. So we did an imperial version named King Omar. I didn't have nice. that. You should have. It was damn good. Damn it. Um, I'm sure it'll come back. Okay. I mean, I mean, are you still okay with being known as the sour? It's, like, it's still a passion of us. It's something we know we do really well. Um, we just want, like, it's kind of the thing. It's like we, don't, we want people to know that you can bring any friend who's any kind of beer drinker in here, and they're going to find something that they like. We've got IPAs. We've got dark beer. We've got lagers. We've got. So, so Janet, you know, you come in as a brewer, and you know what they're known for. What's that like? You know, uh, with, with, I had never made a sour beer in my life before I got here. To my point, yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, <laughs> I I had drank sour, several sour beers. In fact, I used to. It was like a common fact that I rarely ever left Crane without dropping a bill, because <laughs> I knew like I would come here and I would just, I'd probably take at least a half a dozen bottles home. I would usually drink several plenty whatever um but like i had never brewed a sour beer at all and when we started talking about it i was like told them i was like hey you know i've i've never brewed a sour beer they're like you know what that's fine we'll teach you everything you need to know about sours like bring in what you know though and i was like okay that's totally fair that's awesome um so for me it's been a huge learning experience for the first probably two two and a half weeks i was like brian you're doing this wrong like you're screwing it up, man! Like, what are you doing? This is what, this is crazy because it's so different. Brewing sours is so different from what I'm used to brewing. Yeah. Which I mean, I started at a German, you know, a German brewery, a German style brewery, right. and then I went to like fairly classic styles out in Lawrence. And so coming here, I was like, I've never done a sour. I'm thinking, oh, it'll be similar. No, no, it was nothing alike. I literally thought Brian was going crazy, and he's like, no, 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 just bear with me. And then I started reading a bunch of the books that he had recommended, and I started going through and doing some of the, like, like you know, reading up on some of the education of it. And A, I know far more about it now, obviously, than <laughs> I did when right? I first started, right? <laughs> um, but it is, it is a different beast, but it is a lot of fun. It's a totally new thing that I get to play with. Uh, we did the Pink Boots beer this year, which was Human Being Status, which is a dry hop sour. And it's something that I never, ever would have ever considered well, doing. I love a but dry hop sour. I've been having so much fun with it. And yeah. I did want to make sure, I guess, when I got here that, like, the things I was doing are sticking to, uh, you know, the wheelhouse of what Crane is. But also, you know, being able to bring in some of the stuff that I know and some of the stuff that I'm good at, that I knew I was good at before. Yeah. Um, and I definitely have that flexibility here. So that's been a lot of fun. I have that creative, you know, that open door as far as creativity goes. Yeah, what's goes. that collaboration like? Because there's three of you that are brewers. Four so, of you. So, so I don't, <laughs> right? Michael, I Michael mean, and I don't brew. Brian still, or Michael still swears that he doesn't know anything about brewing. And I'm like, well, the 80 medals on your wall definitely tell a different <laughs> right. story. Somewhere, Michael. It's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, dig deep. We get this question, and we've got a pretty, like I said, pretty collaborative aspect. One of the things of being a distribution brewery is just the planning you have to have. And so 
we will sit down like this fall, this September, we'll sit down together and come up with all the beers that we want to brew for all of 2023. So because our, our distributor needs that. And so we'll lay out the schedule and what beers we want to do. So that's, that's very collaborative. We'll decide how many, if any, new beers we want to do. And that requires registration and labels and a name and, and all the things. And then everything else is kind of fill in. So like what beers can we do? on a smaller scale to fill in that schedule. So, what, so you got to come up with your beer names quick. <laughs> I've got uh, a list if you need We're trying to be names. better about coming up with our beer names before. Pleasure Way. Uh, ple- pleasure Way. <laughs> I saw the lady get in. Um, no, whoa. I, I did. I saw someone enter the Pleasure Way. Um, whoa, whoa. The door's open. Did so. music, did, was music playing? I, I heard music. I don't know whether it was external or internal. It is a lot of fun. Part of it, I think, because of the county property and just the ample parking, but... We have RVs down here all the time. I would so, say I pull so up two trail, or three times a week. That trail is, is, I mean, how many months has it been? Has it been a year? Yeah, so we're coming up on a year. What has what that done for your business? It's been insane. Um, <laughs> in a, in a, so it has, in a good way, it, yeah, as I like our, our weekends are a little bit busier, but more or less like Monday through Friday, people getting off work, having the ability to jump on the trail um, from Lee Summit to the stadiums has been cool. What I'm excited about, and, and I've learned a lot because of it, um, in the next year or two, I think they've got the Greenwood expansion to do, yeah, and then to Pleasant Hill, and then it'll connect to the Katy Trail. So someone will be able to ride from here, or vice versa, all the way out to St. Louis. Are, are they, you the only brewery on the trail? Um, in, the, in this part of, the, in this side of the state. Because, I mean, it, it, you, it has to be people riding by. I'm like, what's that? And it's curious, curiosity killed the cat. So, no well, there, are, to there are cycling groups that stop here. All the time. Yeah. We've got, we've got Team Slushy that comes in for our beer slushies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's funny. So we we it's learned right. we learned, uh, or I should I should learn that the Katy Trail is one of the number one ridden trails in the world. I guess people come over from Italy oh, and France no because no it's idea. like the longest, flattest, prettiest, continuous trail. Wow. And so I think once it connects to Kansas City, it'll be that much bigger of a tourism thing. Wow! Because um, it'll it, eventually go from like Denver to St. Louis. So there's that, and then and then the part way it connects to the actual the rest of the Rock Island Trail that I think goes up to Iowa. Um, in Kansas City, wow. it's going to connect to the Green Line Trail whenever they Sounds get like that done. Sounds like we need a bike. Which, and then which it'll bike you have? The squirt bike. He's got a squirt, squirt bike. Um, but it's, so it's, it has been fun, to your point. We get a lot of yeah. people in here who it didn't know we were here. They're riding the trail. Yeah. They didn't know we were here. They it's didn't know we existed. Um, and so Sorry. that's where doing a lot of the lighter styles are yeah. loggers. Thunder Gong, um, we call an American Wit, is a, is a little bit lighter. So... For the first time ever as a, as a brewery, a lot of people, especially as destination breweries, you're used to having to always come up with new beers to get people to come in for new beer releases. Yeah. For the first time ever during this time of year, we've got people coming in just to come in, and they're going to drink whatever we have on yeah. tap. And so it's it's been a lot less stressful in that way. Yeah. Like We can still be creative, but it's not as, as nerve-wracking as, as yeah. it has been in the past. Jenna, you want to crack open your... So I- Jenna brought a... The, the most elaborate mystery beer bag. Is that a Sprouts bag? It's an Aldi, Aldi. bag. So yeah. somebody paid for this. Somebody My paid bad. good money for okay, this. So that, well, you got to put your quarterback. Oh, it's Aldi's. 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 It's not Aldi's, but somebody will stab me. Aldi's. Is it Aldi's? Oh. It's not Aldi's. Oh, not Aldi's. <laughs> you need... Princess Fiona. So many things going on in this podcast. All right, so I'm going to... Okay, we paused. No, no, oh, okay. I, I was muting him because he oh, slammed his mic I'm down. looking for Fair the enough. opener. Well, I was going to say, I will, uh, I'll go ahead and start reading while everybody's socializing with the pup. Uh, so this is a beer from Buffalo, Bay- Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, uh, which is in Houston, Texas, which oh. is where I am from. We're um, sorry. I mean, I mean, it's okay. We, yeah, we, we don't hold that against her. Wow. Everybody has a right to be wrong. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, look, so, he's from England. It's okay. Fair point. So this Rude. is part of their secessionist series. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Good, good timing. There good timing. Go. Uh, which the description of that is defying archaic brewing guidelines. Our ales are cathedrals to unlikely elements. Aggressive and boundary pushing. Each secessionist is a revolutionary act of sedition against traditional recipes. So it is a maple chili jam oh. with berries, smoked malt, and a touch of heat. Um, I do really, really similar to like Lagunitas. I really like the descriptions of these beers that they put on. Uh, this one is sweet heat with a touch of smoke, raspberries and blackberries up front, chilies on the back, aged on maple with a tangy dry pepper finish. Our childhood revolved around picnics and family barbecues. Having this would have made them a lot easier to get through. Dad's on the grill, mom's slinging her special iced tea. You'll get it when you're older. Uh, and grandpa's asleep, snoring like a buzzsaw and smelling like Charlie Sheen. Grandma made her famous maple chili jam. That can't smell good. No. Uh, I mean, grandma made her famous maple chili jam. And sex sweat, right? <laughs> that, that sounds like, like an SNL. That, right? that sounds like an SNL skit. Uh, that was that was sweaty balls. You Never can, mind. You can use that as a beer name too. There right. you go. Stop getting so many ideas. Um, better not call it jelly, or she'll spend hours showing you the difference. Pairs well with brontosaurus ribs, creamed corn, and even your uncle's charred brick hard attempts at a hot dog. Wow. So wow. it's a heck of a description. Well, that is, I don't think this open that is an otherworldly description. Where's our yeah. Where's our path uh, light well, stolen? You know, that's a good question, bro. I don't, I, the, the mystery bag, you know, took a trip to Eureka Springs. Uh, oh, Alana, I love it. Great oh, one. You know what, Alana? I'm sorry, I didn't bring you a mic. Do we need to just for that? No, I, she <laughs> she has some of the. You have some of the greatest burps and the greatest laugh I ever. Mean, look, Alana's the only one on this show. We were at the new uh, River Bluff, River Bluff space before they opened. She burped off camera. Alana was Alana was across the space, and she let fa- fly a, barana, a brontosaurus. Yes, she did. Burp, that was wonderful. I'm still surprised it So now we're trying to open up this maple chili jam from. Buffalo Bayou. I'm covering up the ABV so everybody has to get it. That, oh, yeah. that is like inch thick wax around the it bottle is. cap. Yeah. They went hardcore. Oh, he's going to the bar. Uh oh. <laughs> now, look, if you hadn't lost our uh, Pathlight Brewery, I didn't lose open. it. It's probably at my house. Fair but enough. The, the, mis- the mystery beer bag over the weekend. I opened one of these the other night and the wax was not this thick, so well, it should be okay. Crazy. <laughs> good, good pitch for our snake bites. Oh, oh he got an old school. Opener, look at that. With the leather, with the with the leather, leather with the leather. Oh, Chris, well done, oh, sir. Well there done. There we go. Right. Oh. I have never been in love with a bottle opener more than these things. They're made in Missouri, um, but they are just fun to use. They're nice instead of like your typical pot. Oh, that like looks like a, that looks like a tool you could hurt somebody with. It's got some with. with, but it's um, also for self-defense. Shotgunning, <laughs> shotgunning. These things will rip the oh, hell oh, for shotgunning out of, out of a can. When's the last oh, time you shotgunned a beer? I don't remember. <laughs> Jenna, when was the last time you shotgunned a beer? Uh, when I still drove for Barley Bus. <laughs> I dropped a group off at the at the drop-off location. Oh, that's good. Parked the bus, went back, shotgunned like a beer, and then my husband picked me up. Bacon, it was great. Smoke. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, chili crunch. Like chili crunch ranch. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm about to attempt to make my own. I think I found and put together my recipe. I'm about to do my own chili crunch. That's exciting. I like that. That's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's I off like the it wall, though. but I, I I've been waiting for an opportunity it's, it's, to open it. And I figured it's today. Flavor. Yeah, it's got a lot. There's of a lot going on. There's there. a lot going on. So so Chris, 
I know we're talking about this beer, but I want to get to this. You guys are huge into causes and fundraising and all those sort of we're things. We're just bad at saying no. <laughs> which is both which, which uh, is, something which that is, makes you awesome <laughs> and something that keeps you awake at night. So you guys have a big fundraiser you guys do once a year. Let's talk about that. You're like, which one? Uh, uh, which one? That was, a, uh, that was a cry burp. That was a cry burp from Alana. <laughs> um, All right. Note, 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 note from later. Thunder gone, right? Every, every, time, so, every, so, time, every time Alana shows up, we need to have her mic'd. Just for the burps. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just for the burps. Yeah, burp mic. Yeah. Um, Just Thunder sample. Gong. Yeah, Thunder Gong is, is a lot of fun. It's kind of grown year to year. It's one we do in, in um, collaboration with Jason Sudeikis and Steps of Faith Foundation. Um, anyone who doesn't know Steps of Faith Foundation gets prosthetics to people in need who aren't sure or aren't able to get one on their own. Yeah. And just imagine literally bringing life back to people who don't have a leg and can't work and, you know, getting literally getting back them back on their feet or getting, you know, getting them feeling normal again, like getting them the, the return of the rest of their body. But, um, yeah, that was a, a, a fun project that we do um the beer is delicious so but uh portion of every case and keg that we sell goes back to steps of faith and it's a huge if you haven't gone to the concert named same name thunder gong um it's like a variety show it's jason sudeikis and all his friends um he's had incredible music guests and it's it's super special so yeah and uh, the original uh Art to the can was great, but apparently that ran into an issue. <laughs> well, every so every year the label changes, and so we'll, this fall we'll get the new art and try the new labels. Um, let's see. The first art was the Yellow Snow rock star guy. The next oh, one, that's right. The next one was the a tribute to um, Van Halen, and I have a, a copy printed of an email from Eddie Van Halen's estate where I got a <laughs> cease and desist. It's my favorite. I mean, we haven't gotten many, but. Like one of favorite. If you're gonna get, we a, haven't gotten many. If you're if you're gonna get a cease and desist, I, I got a line of questions coming up. <laughs> if you're gonna get a cease and desist, getting one from Eddie Van Halen's estate is is pretty damn cool. Oh yeah. And we explained that we don't make any money off of this beer. It's right. for charity. You know that the art is it's changing and and um, the response basically was, oh, well, I'm a huge fan of, of Jason Sudeikis. Just uh, change the label, we'll be cool. And so <laughs> we, we lucked out immensely that that's all we had to do. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So the second one, before you ask your question, <laughs> only because I want to get to this because I know you're on borrowed time. Um, uh, Festival of the Lost Township. So yeah. that's another fundraiser, right? Talk that, about that that's one. That's one that we've always partnered with Qantas. Um, it's still, unfortunately, in kind of hiatus status because the space we use in Raytown is is kind of in limbo with the city. I think they're, they're hoping to sell it. Um, Depending on it, may be something that we kind of bring back just as a brewery and, and find a new space to do because it but is really important. But over the years, it's been a really great fundraiser for, like you said, for the Kiwanis. It's, it's one of the few festivals I know where 100% of the proceeds go back to a children's program. Um, and that's in Raytown, that's scholarships, that's school supplies, that's leadership programs that they send the kids to. Um, and it's been a lot of fun for us. We've always kept it pretty casual where we have a huge section where we can invite all our home brewer friends. And then we've had breweries come from yeah. um, California, oh, New York, out of the country. Chicago, and yeah, yeah. we try and make it a fun time for them. We, you know, we take care of their lodging and we, we treat them to a night out in Kansas City the night before. Um, the after party is great. And, and then the after party. So that, I'm... I'm as the organizer of that fest, I haven't. It's been nice getting a breather from it, but now I'm totally jonesing to get it going again. Ready to and then six degrees of separation. So our last episode was um, uh, Jason Eggers from Longbell Pizza. Yeah. So you realize the first time I ever met him was at that festival. 
Nice. I was pouring for Avery, and we told this story. I was pouring for Avery, and they were doing the pairings with the food. Yep. And I got, I was with him and Aaron. That's awesome. And years later, that's awesome. You know, that's my dude. So you know, beer, beer. What do you call that? Beer relationships? What do you call it? Beer love? Small world. Bro, beer bromance? I don't know. Brewmance. 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 Oh, that's, like that's a beer name. Damn. Is that a beer name? Now? That's now a it is. TMT TM, I call it. Uh, Beer mats, not bromance, but beer mats. Brewmance. Brewmance. I, I, I actually knew Jason's wife, Kinsey, before I knew Jason. So oh. Jason, Jason was just like an after. Like he's a nice <laughs> to dude. He's the bonus. So I worked I worked with Kinsey back when I ran a hospital in Belton and she she was a groomer there. Yeah. It's a movie, Brewmance. Brewmance is a movie? Oh, we, a need a, we need to screen we need to screen that here. Was that one was that some what? Wow. Is it an adult movie? How is this movie? Is it, is it starring Nigel Woodbury? Probably not. <laughs> it was on that SD you just wiped. <laughs> <laughs> he formatted it so we're good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Damn it! <laughs> Brewman. Lost content. That's another beer name. Huh, I've never heard that's of that. A, that's 100%. a great beer name. I'm going to add that to my queue. There you go. Is that, is oh, it is on, that Netflix? on Netflix? Is it on? I'll find it. You have to have your own password, though. Don't get tricky. <laughs> You know, you, you say you YouTube, can't say apparently. you can't say no very well, and I and, and I get that. As, as go ahead I, and send me that I link that. if you don't mind. Okay, I got, I got. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch that. Romance, but Brumance. you don't do you don't do all of these fundraisers and these festivals with meaning without it being personal, right? I mean, there's a, there's a reason you say yes to those things, I, and and not a lot of people who grew up and around here think. Raytown is where they're going to be saying yes to all of those things. So I mean, is there is there something a link there to the to the community? For I mean, you? so Raytown, I always use the term adopted. I didn't go to school here. I didn't grow up here. Um, I played soccer here. I think when I was a kid, you know. Um, and and so, but the city's been supportive. They worked hard to get us in the other businesses community. So I'm I'm in love with Raytown. I feel like wherever you live, you kind of feel centric to your area. But Raytown really is kind of the center. It's equidistant to like downtown, as it is Lee Summit, as it is Leewood. We have 350 Highway, um, 435, um, 70 Highway. You know, kind of surrounds it. So I, I love Raytown. We're the closest brewery to the stadiums. We're the closest brewery to the zoo. He's, he's the least summer guy, actually. Uh, yep, I, yep. I legitimately think if Chris were able to, he would be like Raytown City Government if he only lived in Raytown. Just don't live in Raytown. I've, uh, people <laughs> have brought up politics for me. I'm like, to do what? I live in Blue Springs, but I know nothing about Blue Springs. I just, I just sleep there. I literally just, I just sleep there. Um, I'm always in Raytown. I, I mean, I moved my dentist to Raytown. My financial advisor is in Raytown. I shop in Raytown. Hey, fun fact. I went to Chris's. What year reunion was that? I mean, you graduated a year after us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, but he, he had his, his class reunion here, and That's I showed our up. Yeah. yeah, it was a tenure. And I'm, I, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wildly guess that Chris is nowhere near your but graduating I'm going to tell you the story, homie. <laughs> Just chill the fuck out. <laughs> so I rolled. He's, he's like, we're closed, but you can come in. I'm, sta- I'm standing at the bar, and I'm fucking with people. I'm like, you don't remember me? <laughs> <laughs> there were enough they people. they were totally fooled. I think there were enough people who felt bad. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, I graduated a year after you guys. And they were like, what? And I've, I've, I have several friends from that class reunion that are still friends of mine. Weaver. Yes, Weaver, <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Wait, that you met at the family reunion, at the class yes. reunion, and then became friends with Absolutely. I didn't know people actually went to class. Not Nigel like a picks chameleon. up friends everywhere. So our, our friend <laughs> that I have known 
um, since elementary school. So when I transferred, I got assigned a buddy to like <laughs> to like show you around. And so he was my buddy at Trail Ridge Elementary to to like show me the ropes. And he ended up becoming our class president. So out of solidarity to him, because I don't know if he fully recognized that when you become class president, you're committing to like lifelong in charge of class <laughs> you're reunions. Always class president. So my, we, my in-laws are that for like Van Horn class of '69. Wow. They still plan nice. every reunion. <laughs> Every year, not every five or ten, every year. Wow. I now I'm very glad I never ran for student government. Yeah. But um, what were we talking about? Oh, but as far as that, so, <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we have always kind of had a mindset of if we're going to have a community support us, we need to support them back. But I think it's it's been quadrupled since the, the pandemic that, like, at any point we're realizing anything can take a small business out. And so we are very fortunate yeah. to be here. Um, we need to be doing everything we, we can to, to kind of use, use what we have as a, as a brewery, as a resource. So hosting fundraiser nights yeah. or donating auction items to a charity or donating beer or, or doing like brewery partnerships. I mean, they, were, they were doing like bring your, your Vax card and get a six pack. Yeah. I mean, service industry six pack. Who does that? Teacher six pack. Crazy people. That was that <laughs> was crazy. People. That was a, a, for a week straight. We had a lines down our whole road, and I met, was here for that. So many people. They complete. We we knew we we had an idea of how much beer we could give away just based on what was available in a warehouse and six packs. We didn't think that people would just hang around and drink beer. They completely wiped us out. Yeah. Every every ounce. Wow. Was gone. All of our kegs, all of our beer. Um, but it was, you know, we had enough people come up and be like, I was able to get vaccinated because people were sharing links on where they can go get yeah, vaccinated. Yeah, 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 that yeah. It, it totally made it worth it. So speaking of the beer, Jenna, um, obviously you're brewing here. Yes. How big is the system? So the system that we brew on here, it's um, basically it's a 15-barrel system. So um, we can do anywhere from a 7-barrel batch up to a 15-barrel batch per brew, uh, like per turn. Um, typically... We typically are somewhere between 7 and 15 on a regular basis. Uh, for some of our other, like some of our flagship stuff, we'll do two turns a brew uh, to create a 30-barrel batch. Um, big sellers like Ocean Drive-In, um, gosh, uh, Dry Hopped Orange Goza, those we typically do three turns on and do like a 45-barrel batch. But, yeah, the system itself is 15 barrels. Yeah, Ocean, Ocean Drive-In, that's, that's a funny beer because, you know, I've, I've got a lot of connections in Oklahoma. And I know Chris is on, let's talk, uh, Oklahoma, that, that Facebook page. And they go, people, I go to Oklahoma, they talk about, you you know about Crane and the Ocean Drive? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we love that cheery limeade beer. They, they, they love it. Yeah. No, so it's, uh, I mean, I've, I've brewed on a 20-barrel system. I brewed on uh, this 15-barrel system. And then my home system is like a one-barrel Um but it's, it is nice. Like, I get this. I feel like with the 15, I have a lot more flexibility to be able to drop down to a 7. Yeah. So I can do, like, a small batch without it being a pilot batch, yeah. which is fun. Chris, can we do another mystery beer before you got to go? I can do one more. All right. One more mystery beer. What do we got? Uh, how this? often, while he's pulling that out, how often are you, are you brewing to keep up? Um, we, it it kind of depends on the week um, and depends on the season for sure. So typically we're doing anywhere from... Uh, we're brewing no. two to three days a week um, normally. Now, depending on, like, there's some things that we really like to batch together. So those this weeks we might do label. four, five, six brews a week. Um, whereas other weeks, like this week, we aren't brewing. But next week, this I know we've awesome. got two or three brew days set up I'd for next week. I've seen the label, but, but I wasn't able to read all of that is because That's really cool. Probably about a month ago, we That's literally cool. just 
uh, brew bombed ourselves and did like four or five double brew days back to back because we were releasing a couple of things all at once. Um, so it does depend on the season. I would say we are still, usually we're putting out at least 45 barrels a week. Yeah, well, that, that's, that was going to be my next question. So now we're, we're late April right now. Yep. Are you, are you starting to really ramp up and do more? Because people are in and out all the time. Yeah, we are. And plus your distribution game. Yeah, so we, we are starting to pick up definitely a lot faster. Um, you know, we've got, right now, I think we've got um, Oddbird, um, Oddbird in tanks. We've got Dry Hopped Orange Goza in tanks. We've got Raytona Beach in tanks. Um, we've got a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out soon. This week, as a week off, was mainly because, you know, there we, we you know, I like I said, we, we front-loaded a little bit at the beginning of the month, and then now we are kind of prepping to do the same thing next week, starting next week. So we are going to be picking up production a little bit, um, you know, across the board, especially the deeper we get into summer. And then probably after, you know, Bef- well, right before Thanksgiving, we'll start to taper down just for the winter. But I would say probably from here all the way through till then, we're going to be running pretty consistently. I'm sure before between now and the end of the year, Nick and, Nick and I will come up with a Beers with Nigel collab. Down. Beers with Nigel oh, collab. I don't know what down. the style's going to be. Just have to rope and we've already, we've already, we got one in the books, the, Transparent. Yeah, yeah, Christmas, the, Christmas the, the, yeah. We need the next Beer Karma collab. Yeah. Yeah. The Beer Karma 2. So we've got a new mystery here. Chris, electric what, what, Boogaloo. What do we got there? <laughs> I like it. Electric Boogaloo. This is Don't Block the Intersection, a pale ale with uh, Big Rip and Black Soul. Oh. Remember that collab we oh, were trying to go to? this is the one. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, Des Jones did the fucking label. That's pretty cool. God, did did Look, they really? Can I, yes. can I just tell you? I'm going to preface this with I love Des Jones. Yes. <laughs> Way Who to go, DJ. I hate I love Des it. Jones because she's so goddamn talented. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. not fair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. Yep. No, you can't be that nice, that humble, and that talented all at the same time. No. No. <laughs> I, I don't know how you can somehow be, like, humble, talented, all that kind of, but also be a total badass. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what it is, like, I mean, every time. So, look, I'm like, who does that? Again, that's I'm going to awesome. preface it with I love Des. I hate Des. Shout out to Des. <laughs> um, for those with who, pure jealousy. We didn't it's do the ABV on the Maple Chili Jam. This whole podcast owed to Des. So. Like, okay, that's what's happening. I'm going to say this one is probably like 4.5. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say we're going back to the smoky no, no, maple? No, we, 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 we're moved on. Okay, okay. We're moved on. Uh, 5%. Okay, what, okay, okay. What you got? Alana, what you got on that one? Have you tasted it yet? I've had this several times. Um, I'm going to say a 5.4. She got 5.4. I said 4.8, I think. All right. I'm gonna give you the prices right, five seven. You said you go to five seven. I'm going four two. Okay, what what is it? Do we know? Uh oh, can't read that shit. Four point seven. I said I said. You said four eight, right? Yeah, four eight. So I'm 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 over. Awesome. Is I like it. Yeah. That's a great label. That's a great label. Good beer. Let me see that. I, I want to go back to. I've been wanting to ask, and I know Chris, you are you are on. We're, we're, he's we're on clocking you time. down now. He's he's got an Uber coming for him right but now. I, but I'm I'm just, just, down to like. the minute. How long will it take me to get to where I'm going? <laughs> but I gotta know because you mentioned earlier, 
multiple cease and desist. How many of these have you gotten? We've only gotten one, and one was totally before that was well, no, before that was. We only was, had one, except for the one before that, yeah. and the one before that. So the other one we got was we had a brewery, I think, out of Texas, reach out to us. So we brew a beer called Small Ball in honor of the Royals every year. So good. And it's a session saison that we dry hop and, and bottle condition with bread. One of my favorite beers. But we had... He uh, drinks it before the bread even hits. It's He loves it. So so the idea behind the beer is you we release it fresh when it's just a nice dry hop session saison. And then it continues to develop as a baseball season gets more interesting and exciting. The beer gets more interesting and exciting. <laughs> so you can drink it throughout the whole season and nice. it, gets, it changes. Um, but we got a brewery reach out to us who said um, we own all sports beers all of them we own them i'm like and i remember when they called they called our brewery sports and they're like, ball. I'm all like, sports beers all sports ball beers oh sports um, ball sports okay. ball beers all of, all sports beers i'm like you got football yeah um hockey yeah we even got hockey we own that so you're gonna you need to stop making it um and so i asked them i was like you can send us like send us whatever you want to send us and we haven't heard anything from them so that's the closest before that we had any kind of season says <laughs> I feel. I, I think that was good that you pushed back because I feel yeah. like that's. I mean, you, you just know, own all sports you, you, beers. No, I don't believe you. I yeah. own all beer names that start with the letter A. <laughs> I feel like though we're getting to the point with beer names though that people are just kind of squatting on them, like they do domain names, right? Like, no, I I already bought smallball.com. I want to call a lot. Of, like, I get your breweries, your brewery. Like, so brewery names, absolutely, you should be able, you should protect that. Like, you should you control it, but. Beer names, yeah. unless it's something like like Thunder Gong, which is named after a concert. I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's getting harder to wear. If you're never going to send your beer to, you know, Nevada to another or something, state. to another state, you're never going to compete with that person. Like, I, I you should I probably will, chill. I will throw that. I will throw this out there. Hello. Axiom wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's exactly. No, really? that's the best example. Yeah. That's the best example. If you, you don't distribute outside of your state. Why are you worried about new Axiom? Get and the fuck out of here. And if you keep going down the same road that, like, this road of, like, oh, I'm going to, like, send a cease and desist for every duplicate beer name. It's like, we're going to have to start naming beers, like, you know, like, what's his name? What, like, Grimes names her kid. Like, <laughs> we're going to have to start adding, like, asterisks. And, you know, it's just, it's not going to be a feasible yeah, it's transition. It's going to be like your password generators. All of our beer <laughs> names in the whole world are going to end up like Brian's beer names, and it's going to just right. be weird stuff. It's like, like a long, long, long run-on it's, 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 it's the season yeah. plus yeah. dollar signs. That's that's my, all my passwords. The season plus the dollar signs. We I'll do just get, add dollar signs to it. We oh, yeah. claim that, um, I was going to say, like, Beat Vice was originally called Magenta because we found out that T-Mobile owned the trademark for Magenta <laughs> right. yeah. for, for beer making, even though Get they don't the make beer. Out of here. Yes. So we just we did, we're like we're not going after that. We'll so we need to name. do a T-Mobile collab. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, and one of the worst ones uh, is it's gonna, it's gonna be uh, shitty service. Entrepreneur sure. Magazine. <laughs> You'll get your beer thirty minutes after you order. <laughs> Entrepreneur Magazine owns the trademark to Entrepreneur, so anybody who ever throws that word into a brand even gets industry, a letter from them, crazy saying don't crazy. use it. Rude. You can't you can't publish um, like half this podcast now. You've yeah, already used I'm, all these I'm trademarks. Done, yeah. but, but Casey, we do get a claim. One of the I dare you best, to send me that that one. <laughs> one of the best stories is Hardway. Like of, of all the things Martin City's done, the the Hardway story. Do you guys know that story? No. Yeah. So uh, uh, Budweiser came out with an ad Super Bowl ad a while back about you know we brew it the hard way. We oh, do it the hard way. That's right. That night, I think the stories that Matt filed for for a beer name for that. And Budweiser tried to come back immediately and say, oh, well, we, we've are, we're filing for trademark for that. And so a battle of a small brewery like Martin City versus Budweiser, Martin City won. They were able to prove that they, they yeah. snagged it first. So, like, that's pretty that's pretty cool story. Yeah. It's nice to see that sometimes, yeah. sometimes the little guy to, wins. Do we need to copyright Beer Karma? I think we probably should. You I might probably. as well. I, we already are can making I, can the Can I hire? <laughs> well, actually, we already have label approval. You're, you're done. <laughs> can, you're can, can, we, can we hire... 
a uh, recovering attorney to help us with that. Ooh. You might for the right price. You can do anything you want. <laughs> I will. I will pay you with access to Nigel's fridge. Uh, that's not. A, that's not a good deal for her. <laughs> and my fridge. You know, sucks I was right like, now. he has lots of beer. You're I don't. I have lots of beer. I work at a brewery. I have lots of breweries. How about that? <laughs> As usual. Thank you guys for coming on. I know Thank Chris you. has got to run. Thanks for having us. Uh, Thank you so yeah. much. I, I, so I had some of the questions that I had, because we were riding over, I'm like, I got so many questions for Chris, because I didn't, I didn't know him. Now, now I know. Now we know? Now we know. Hey, you know what? Knowing is half the battle. Who says that? <laughs> Yo, Joe. Who? G.I. Joe? Come on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wait. I forgot. You're too old. No. G.I. Joe was not a thing in England. Hello. <laughs> Never learned that on a walkabout. You were here in the 80s. <laughs> I've, so I my, did not give a shit about G.I. Joe. My uh, brother is from Birmingham. I think I've told you that before. Yes. And they don't have superheroes over there. Yeah. And so, like, it's like uh, James Bond. James Bond is the superhero that, of, that, of like, Growing that's up, it. that's what I grew up watching. By, you know, Super interesting. Bond, and I now want to cry for British people. Bond. See, I, have, I now have a million questions about James Bond that I've always wanted to ask. And the opportunity is now here, but the time is not. Well, so. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll say this. The new James Bond or the current James Bond. He's too short to be a James Bond. Just gonna say, Daniel I'm gonna Craig? put it out there. Yeah, he's James too short. Bond, James Bond is like a roller coaster. There's a high requirement. <laughs> there should be. <laughs> he's a tiny dude. He's a tiny dude. I'm sorry. I'm gonna vote. Wow. No. As, a, as a fellow tiny person, I, I fully respect his choice to play James Bond. You know what? I, you know what? I if think you I are the first person I've heard say they don't like the Daniel Craig Bond. <laughs> I'm just not. I up want to date. therapy now. As big of a movie person as I am, I'm not up to date on James Bond. I need to go back and. And get caught up. <laughs> All right, before we before we sign off, people want to follow Crane Brewing. Oh yeah, how do we how, follow? How you can guys? they follow you guys on the socials? www.cranebrewing, uh, Twitter at Crane Brewing, Facebook at Crane Brewing. We make it easy. Instagram at Crane Brewing, and oh. we have a, we have a uh, we have a the Tiki Talk. Well, you so have a Tiki Talk. Check out Tiki Talk. Wow. What are you guys putting on there? We're on the clock app. That's led by Mackenzie, our promotions manager. We put some goofy stuff on there. I feel like that's a gutsy move. I'm scared of TikTok. It is like the epitome of like the social media. I don't know. That I find it super interesting. Like not only every they all have an algorithm, right? But this thing literally shows you videos of all the things you like, and it just learns more and Never more about you Never tell people like. what your TikTok and, shows you, because you're just going to you. open yourself up to letting people know Some what your judgy. algorithm yeah. is. Yeah. Some judgy. Yeah. It's your algorithm. It's, it's your algorithm. It's, algorithm. it's, it's built it's, around you, so whatever Nick, you're seeing it's, is... It's your shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we joke, because people will be like, this weird thing came up on my TikTok. I'm like, that's your algorithm. <laughs> that's you. You built that. That's your beast. I, I, opened, I opened it once, and I never went back. That's good call. It, it sounds call. like the, the the type of friends that I have. I've opened myself up to a certain type of friends. <laughs> Never went back. Look, Nigel, I'm sorry. You're one of them. Sorry. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm I gotta, sorry. I have a potpourri of friends. Just to, just to, <laughs> I like that. For my part of it. Friends. For my part of it. I'm sorry. I mean, not, and potpourri can smell good or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just saying. It's very true. Thank you guys. Yeah, you thanks. bet. Uh, where can you find us, Nick? You can find us at Beers with Nigel on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, on the Instagram. Not on the TikTok because we're old and we're scared. Not on the TikTok. But you can also find us. Where where you can get the Beers with Nigel show on all of your favorite podcast yeah. apps. You can even if you got one of them, our Alexa devices. Hey Alexa, play the Beers with Nigel. And, R- and Rody or Road, if you're listening. Road, we would love, we love we to love, have you. As we love your new board. 
You should yeah, be our sponsor. The, the Roadcaster Pro is amazing. As a matter of fact, it's so amazing that I can do things like this. You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff. Hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast. Abadonkadunkle.